whole fucking god, a whole fucking god, a whole fucking god, a whole fucking god. This is gonna be a bad podcast. It's gonna be a bad fucking podcast, cause I'm fucking drunk. I'm fucking drunk. I'm fucking drunk on some IPA. It's gonna be that kind of motherfucking day, cause I'm drunk. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister, and I am, uh, I'm feeling good, everybody. I have had three upper hand IPAs. You're like, what the hell is upper uh, hand? And I'm like, I don't really know. It is a brewery up there in Escanaba, Michigan. That's the fucking UP. They have labeled themselves Upper Hand. And uh, I love me the IPA. I'm not going to lie, everybody. I dig an IPA. I went to the store. I went to good old Martha's Vineyard in good old Heritage Hill, Grand Rapids. Heritage, uh, Martha's Vineyard is a, uh, it's a pretty decent uh Wine store, liquor store, beer store, whatever the hell you want to call it. I used to live within 30 seconds walking from Martha's Vineyard, and that was incredibly convenient. But uh, I felt like getting myself a decent IPA, so not the kind of thing you can buy at a gas station, not the kind of thing uh, you're really going to fucking get it even like one of those shitbag convenient liquor stores. So I went to Martha's Vineyard and picked me up some of this upper hand IPA. It even says it's a tropical piney Indian pale ale. And as weird as it sounds, everybody, I fucking love the hoppy piney flavor of an IPA. And this thing did not disappoint. I will highly recommend it. Established in 2014, Upper Hand Brewery. Apparently, it is a division of Bell's Brewery down there in Clamzoo, Michigan. So if you like Bell's Brewery, you'll probably dig this Upper Hand shit. It's good stuff. I had, uh, I had one when I took the dogs for a walk. When I get home... I like to take the dogs for a walk. I put a beer in a uh, thermos cup, drink it, walk the dogs. Things are good. Came home, made dinner, had a second one while uh, eating dinner. And then uh, when I was done with dinner, I'm watching Harry Potter, uh, which I will get to in a second why the fuck I'm watching Harry Potter. And I had a third one while watching Harry Potter number three. So is that a lot of IPA? For me it is. <laughs> this shit is uh, more of a potent potable than the good old Coors Banquet. I dig me a Coors. But um, I can't lie, it's pretty weak. It's pretty weak. This, this uh, upper hand IPA is 7% alcohol, which for me is fine uh i think a regular beer is probably around a four so this ipa is doing good for me i was watching harry potter because peacock i don't know if you guys know about that uh website i think it's just like peacocktv.com it's another one of these uh voodoo to be cracked websites where you can watch TV shows and movies and shit's for free and there are levels where you can pay and you get more stuff that you can watch uh, I'm all about just free I already have Hulu Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime that I'm paying for I just don't want another thing to pay for I'll watch the shit for free so Peacock kept sending me emails that hey uh we got harry potter we got all the harry potter that you can watch the first are three are for free 
And I have never seen any of the Harry Potter movies at all. So I'm like, all right, it's for free. If it's free, it's for me. So I decided yesterday would be a good day to watch me some Harry Potter. And I actually watched all of one and all of two. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Harry Potter. They are fucking long fucking movies. Both the first one and the second one were over two and a half hours long. That's a long, those are long fucking movies. I know people have complained about the Lord of the Ring movies. They've complained about some of the Marvel movies, but fuck me. God damn. And people were like, you've never seen any Harry Potter? Yeah, I've never seen any Harry Potter because when the first one came out, I was 30 fucking years old. I was a goddamn grown-ass man. I didn't read any of the books. The books were made for fucking, like, uh, pre-teens or something like that. Like, I'm not going to go into fucking Barnes & Noble and go, Hey, uh, can you show me the pre-teen section? I want to scope out all the weird fucking chicks. <laughs> no fucking way. So I never read any of them. I was totally aware of the books, totally aware of the movies, because at that stage of the game, between the age of 30 and 38, I was working at Pine Rest, where I was working with kids in a residential program. These kids lived there, so they were fucked. They were reading all these fucking books. They wanted to go see all these movies. So was I aware of Harry Potter and Ron Weasley and Hermione and Dumbledore and Hagrid and all this shit? Yes. Could I have told you a fucking thing about them? No fucking way. When kids started rambling about shit, I just nodded my head and, and said, Oh, you're not fucking sexually assaulting anyone this week because you're preoccupied with Harry Potter? Good for fucking you. Read more goddamn Harry Potter for the rest of your fucking life so you never sexually assault anyone ever, ever again. <laughs> so I started watching these yesterday. And uh, the, the, the results were in. I'll be like, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. They, uh, I've enjoyed them enough to, wa to continue watching. If I didn't like the first one, there's no fucking way I would have continued watching the second one. And everybody has said that as these kids get older, the movies get a little darker and a little more adult, I guess. These movies were all, at least the first three, they were all rated PG. And there are certain things within these movies that I'm like, wow, this seems a little, uh, a little heavy even for PG. Like, you know, there's the whole uh, fantasy violence kind of thing. You know, if I was a little kid and all of a sudden there's a fucking werewolf fighting some shit, I'd be like, ah, you know, even Ron Weasley. What a fucking name, Re Weasley. Ron Weasley was puking up slugs in one of the movies. I'm still confused about some of these characters, though. Like, uh, Professor Snape. He seems like a good guy, but then he seems like a bad guy. They got all these dumb homes. Or, uh, I guess, dormitories or houses. I guess they call them houses, not homes. Slytherin, Gryffindor, Huffle Hufflepuff, Puffin Pass. I don't know what the fuck. Which is weird, because a Slytherin, the snake house all these kids that are in it they're all supposed to be like evil and whatever i'm like well then why the fuck would they invite these people to come to their goddamn wizard school i don't understand that it seems counterproductive right hey these fucking kids are assholes let's teach them shit so they can be bigger assholes that doesn't seem productive at all and apparently they don't really they don't do very good background checks at the school because it seems like every movie uh centers itself around how one of the teachers is evil as fuck. <laughs> it 
do a better background check. While you're fucking doing a urine test to see if they smoke the fucking ganja, why don't you look and see if they fucking uh, have teamed up with Voldemort in the in the past? So I've been not commenting on the movies on Facebook. I don't know if you've, you're friends with me on Facebook or not, but uh, I've been having some fun just fucking laying down some comments and shit. So it's been good. I'll finish the third one tonight, and then that'll be it. I'm not fucking paying for Harry Potter. I'm sorry, everybody. It's not fucking happening. Uh, speak, speaking of Facebook, my, my main man, Kenny. Kenny from Nashville. Kenny apparently is, uh, I think Kenny's been going through some rough times. I haven't been able to quite decipher all of his Facebook posts, but it just seems like he's unhappy. I know there's been some uh, rough goings on uh, with family and stuff like that. Never any fun. I I totally understand that, Kenny, but... uh, Apparently, he's gone through the whole process of weeding people out on Facebook. And today, he credited me with uh, encouraging him to do that, because I have encouraged people to do that. Get rid of fucking lowlifes on Facebook. If you consider me a lowlife, then fucking get rid of me on Facebook. I try not to be a lowlife, but fuck, man, I can't control how you think about me. I know I have, at one point in in my Facebook life, I had 5,000 friends. Apparently, that's the max, whatever fucking reason. I had 5,000 friends, and I have weeded out a shit ton, and I know I am down to, like, under 3,900, I believe. So I've gotten rid over of 1,100 people, and it, it, it will continue. It will continue. This past year has made it real simple. People who kind of expose themselves as being ignorant. People who have exposed themselves as being racist. People who, I'm like, I, I don't know who the fuck you are. You saw me at a show somewhere. I don't know who the fuck you are. If, if you're interested in my comedy shit, go like my fan page. I don't, I don't need to see you on my regular timeline. Go fuck yourself. So I would encourage all of you to do the same. Just look through your friend list. Hell, fuck, you're going to see probably a lot of people on your friend list who they've deactivated their account. And if, I know, for me at least, if, if someone has deactivated their account, uh, I mean, they can always come back. But I'm like, you're, you're fucking gone. Why, 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 do you, why do I have you here? If you're going to fucking come back, this or that. Like my buddy Garrett, he deactivated his account. So I just unfriended him. I know Garrett in real life. I have zero problems with Garrett in real life. I'll talk to him when I see him, but I don't fucking need to have that nonsense involved in uh, Facebook, right? Does that make sense to any of you? Hopefully it fucking does. Hopefully it does. I would like to take this time right now to apologize to any of the Patreon listeners. I did not do a podcast yesterday. And I know a lot of you are like, Stu, you fucking watched two Harry Potter movies. That's like 18 hours. I'm like, yes, I'm, I am aware. But I also had filming for that short film I'm in. It's called Roommates. And uh, it was yesterday was the last day we did filming in the morning. And then we did filming in the evening. We had some night shots to do. We were filming till about 11 o'clock at night. And uh, that that took up a big portion of the day for me, and uh, God, it was it was a rough day yesterday. I'm not really sure why. I know Saturday, I had driven to uh, Sterling Heights, Michigan. That's where my buddy Adam House lives. Him and uh, Stephanie, the two of them, they're the ones who do that Facebook page, the Sunday Slaw. So I'd driven out there on Saturday. We uh, we did the Sunday slaw. We did it was a Saturday slaw edition. We ate some coleslaw. Go like their page, and then you can see me eating coleslaw with them. I even had on my uh, my Sunday slaw T-shirt. So go like their page, and you'll see it. So I hung out with them, and then we did a Patreon. I had them on the Patreon. It's always nice to have uh, some guests on. I, I don't know. I don't think I want to make it a regular thing. 
it's just easier for me to sit here at home and just do it when I want to fucking do it. But uh, but there we go. So go like their page, the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Watch the video and uh, learn all about coleslaw. So I had them on that. So when I left, I probably left their house between nine nine thirty. But uh, it's like a two and a half hour drive, so I got home about midnight. Just kind of late, not that super late. I'm fucking old, you know. And then I'd get up early, do some shit, go filming, came home, took a nap, watched a little Harry Potter, uh, hung out with the dogs, and then went back. And that was it. So I apologize for those who, who do subscribe to the Patreon. I don't like to miss Patreon, but it happens occasionally. Oh, speaking of which, the uh, if any of you have ordered the Bring Back Jarts t-shirt, it, they are in production. They had to do a little change on the shirt design for me because the original production of the shirts had my website on it. And my website is defunct. I have uh, stopped paying for it because, um, you know, I had it basically for comedy and I'm not really working the road anymore. So why the fuck have my website on it? So I changed it to just my... Uh, my at Stu McAllister for my Twitter and my Instagram. I said, can you change that? And they're like, yes, but it's a process. So we put the order in. If any of you guys ordered it, uh, any of you Patreon people uh, wanted one, they are in. And uh, I will let you guys know uh, when when they are in, uh, when they are done and I actually have them in hand because then I will get a hold of you uh, for your address so that I can mail them out. So it's exciting. I think you'll like them. Whoever uh, did order them, the, the shirts are super soft. They're very nice looking. It, it's good stuff. Everybody loves, everybody loves jarts. So today I felt a little sore. I'm going to tell you why I'm sore. And I'm a little embarrassed as to why I'm sore. When we were doing filming... The very end scene, I, 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 there are two main characters, and I am one of the main characters. And the, the, the movie will end with me kind of walking off into the distance. I'm, I'm leaving the house that I was living in, and I'm kind of sadly walking away down the sidewalk. And as I'm walking down the sidewalk, you know, the end credits will play. It'll be that kind of shit. So we were just kind of goofing around with ideas. And so then at one point I decided it would be kind of funny if I just started running away. For, for no fucking particular reason. I would just start sprinting down the sidewalk. And so that's what I did. And we did three, I believe we did three takes of this. Where I'm sprinting as fast as I fucking can down like three blocks <laughs> and I know that is not a lot I am completely aware it's not a lot but um that is the reason why I am sore like I felt it in my goddamn hips I have not really run at all since I got the blood clots that's kind of made my life a little difficult in many ways and uh it just was so weird it was just so weird. It was something that, you know, 10 years ago I would have had zero problems with at all. And now I'm just old fucking man sprinting down the road. It's kind of, And, like, you'll have to see, like, the shit that I was wearing, too. I am surprised that no one called the cops on this fucking lunatic just sprinting down the sidewalk for three blocks. But uh, it, it made my life... A little more difficult today as I'm getting in and out of the Deppin Dots truck to go do deliveries. And I'm like, oh, my fucking hips. Why Why does everything hurt? But I guess it is a, it's a reminder to me that I need to be more active. Uh, maybe I won't be running, but uh, I, I have bikes. I should get on a bike and maybe just bike more. God damn, I do, I can't lie, I miss all those days of the triathlon stuff, of the swimming and the biking and the running. Oh well, do what I can, do what I can. And when I was running down these sidewalks, 
You guys all know that I love picking up change that I find on the sidewalks. And I found change on the sidewalk in front of this one house. I found four pennies. And I I know you're all going, ah, Stu, what the fuck? Why did you pick up these pennies? And I'm like, well, I pick up pennies because I don't, I'm cheap. I don't know. I, I think technically what it is, I have this jar here at the house that I just love throwing loose change into. I don't know. I'm hoping to fill it up completely and then just see how much money I have. There's got to be a couple hundred bucks. There has to be. A lot of quarters and dimes. Has to be. But uh, the weird thing about these pennies is that someone had defaced them. And by defacing them, I mean they, they had to have taken like a hand press, I guess. And they had uh, cut out crosses in these pennies, these Four pennies had a, a cross cut out. So they, they're holes, but it's in the shape of a cross in these pennies. And now, like, I could not figure out why, like, what the intention was. Like, did this have another meaning? Like, I, all right, it's a cross. And I know it's probably some fucking crazy Christian Jesus freak going, oh, fucking Jesus Christ and God we trust or yeah, whatever. That's what I would assume. But then I'm like going, like everything else in life, someone takes something and then they turn it into something else in a negative manner. Like the whole okay sign. Like if you were to do, throw the old okay thing, which I know a lot of people don't do. I do because I'm fucking old and I'm a weirdo. I love telling people like, okay, and I give them the okay sign. But now apparently the okay sign has something to do with like, white power or the three percenters which are like some fucking white nationalist group of some kind and you're like ah fuck i just want to tell people the things are a-okay but now people are looking and go that dude's a fucking white supremacist kill him and i'm like no i'm just trying to tell you things are good oh fuck stop kicking me in the balls so just very weird you got i'll post them tomorrow on my Instagram page if you want to see these pennies with the cross fucking cotton into them. And I'm like, they are very well done. This was not an amateur thing. This was something that they have figured out the, the, the correct way to do it. And I don't know how they did it. it. It's just very strange. Very strange. So I I took a picture of them and you, you guys, you guys will see. You guys will see. You guys will see. Uh, I had, I made a dumb order this past week. Maybe Friday, Saturday. I don't know. I For whatever reason, really into, uh, I was, th- I don't know if I was thinking about Dom DeLuise or maybe Burt Reynolds, but I was thinking about the movie, the Cannonball Run. Do you guys remember that? Probably only if you're an old fuck like me. It came out in 1981, I believe. And this was a movie that was just fucking jam-packed with stars. Like fucking 30 people were all at the time in 1981. Just fucking big name stars. Just fucking crazy. You know, like I said, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise and uh sammy davis jr and dean martin and i think Catherine bach was in it the chick from uh dukes of hazard just all of these fucking people jackie chan the the cannibal run was jackie chan's first movie in america he didn't even speak any english in this movie but it was just one of these movies that i'm like oh fuck i had fond memories of this movie and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I really want to see it. And it's not it's not streaming anywhere. Not even, like, to pay for. Like, you cannot stream this movie fucking anywhere. So I bought it off of eBay for, like, five bucks. <laughs> I wanted to see. It was weird. They made a second one. And, you know, they make sequels only if the first one did really well. And the first one apparently must have, so they made a second one. And so I wanted to get both, but they did not have a, a, a Cannonball Run and a Cannonball Run 2-pack anywhere. It was weird to me. They 
they packed the Cannonball Run 2 with something else that I'd never heard of. It was like, fuck that shit. So I'll let you guys know when I get it in, when I watch it, and I'll probably be like, ah, fuck, my memories are now all destroyed. And that's what sucks. Because it's kind of like the, the whole Harry Potter thing of like, you watch Harry Potter, you know, it came out 20 years ago. And you watch Harry Potter from 20 years ago. If you're like in your mid-30s, you so you saw Harry Potter when you were like a, a young teenager or younger. And you remember it then. It was like, oh, I saw Harry Potter when I was 12 years old. It was the fucking greatest movie of all time. And now you're to watch it now. You'd be like, ah, it was fine. You know, as an adult, I'm looking at it from an adult perspective. I'm like, yeah, it was fine. And I don't want my thoughts, my memories to be tainted now. And unfortunately, I think that's what will happen. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey, that uh, that deer, I don't. I cannot remember if I talked about it on the Patreon or if I talked about it on the freeboot. But there was a deer that died on the highway. That dead deer carcass is still fucking there. And it's weird because it's in the city of Grand Rapids. There's no nature there's no trees. It's all fucking highway. So I don't know how this deer got there, but the fucking carcass is still there. I had to call the cops because when I saw the deer originally, it was not dead. It was still thrashing about. And I'm like, someone needs to fucking take care of this deer because you don't need it wandering into traffic and fucking having someone else hit it again. And I don't know if anyone ever actually did come and take care of the deer because uh, if they did, they didn't come and take care of it in the fact that they were fucking going to remove the carcass. <laughs> it's on the shoulder right there, like in the middle of the highway separating northbound 131 and southbound 131. Right there by the concrete divider it is there and it is dead. And I, I'm going to keep talking about it until the day they fucking finally take care of it because I drive past it every day coming home. I will drive past it every fucking day before I get home. Someone needs to do their fucking job. I don't know whose fucking job it is, but they need to fucking do it. Do your goddamn fucking job. Speaking of doing their job or maybe not doing their job, I uh, Ricky Schroeder was in the news, and I would not have seen this at all. But my favorite podcast probably is the uh, Dan Levitard show. And uh, I'll tell you guys, if you if you don't listen to Dan Levitard, go listen to the very last episode that he did today. He um, They took the radio show and they turned it into a podcast. Into a podcast! And uh, so they kind of separate things like they would a radio show, right? The first hour, second hour, third hour kind of thing. So the very last one today, it's the post-game show. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs they talk about. But first and foremost, Stu Gotts, the second banana, he always does his weekend in review. And God damn, he is so dumb. And I know it's the character. He Maybe he is that dumb, but it is the character that he plays. And it's just so fucking funny to me. When he does his weekend review, he just says dumb shit, and it's so fucking funny. But then afterwards, they talked about Ricky Schroeder. I'm like, why the fuck are you talking about Ricky Schroeder? You guys remember Ricky Schroeder? Ricky Schroeder was, uh, you probably remember him if you're old as fuck like me. You remember him from the TV show Silver Spoons, where he played the son of a very wealthy man, and they lived in a mansion, and they had like a train set that ran through the house. And it was just so goddamn funny because Dan said they called it Silver Spoons because they couldn't call it White Privilege. (laughs) It just made me laugh so hard. I'm listening to it as I'm walking the dogs, and I just fucking laugh so hard. People in the neighborhood are like, why is that fucking asshole laughing like he is? I'm like, oh, it's the Dan Levertard show. It's funny as shit. But the reason why they were even talking about Ricky Schroeder, because I don't know if you remember him from anything else, he was on uh, NYPD Blue for a while. And then I remember him from, he had a, a guest role on Scrubs. He played a nurse that uh, Elliot dated for a while. So I don't know, he was on maybe three, four episodes. And uh, that's about it. And, and Ricky Schroeder's my age. He's 51 years old. 
So he's the kind of dude that I would relate to, right? He's like, oh, this he is my contemporary. This is my guy. I could have been in fucking high school with this asshole. Uh, but s- several months ago, Ricky Schroeder, I totally forgot about all this shit. He fucking helped pay for uh, that asshole kid in Wisconsin who he lived in Illinois and then he went up to Wisconsin because they... Thought there were going to be riots and he went up there. He ended up shooting like two or three people. He fucking helped pay for the bail on that kid. And I'm in my brain at the time, I'm like, what a fucking awful, awful fucking thing for him to do, man. That's just, this kid murdered people. Just bad. It was bad. It was bad. Why the fuck did you do that? So, um, apparently he's continuing to show that he's a huge fucking asshole. Apparently over this weekend he went to Costco. God knows why a dude like that goes to Costco. The fuck are you doing? But he went into Costco and he started a ruckus. Oh, fucking Ricky. Ricky. He started a fucking ruckus. He went in. And why would anyone fucking start a ruckus at Costco? Well, it's because uh, Costco still has a mask mandate. They're like, yeah, sure, maybe the CD said you didn't have to, but we're goddamn Costco. We're going to make our own fucking rules, you dumb motherfucker. If you don't like our rules, Ricky Shorter, go to Sam's Club, you bitch. Or probably uh, you should go to BJ's, you fucking fuck. So Ricky didn't like the fact that he had to wear a mask. What a fucking idiot. And it got videotaped, of course, because anytime anyone makes a ruckus, someone's going to whip out their goddamn phone. Everybody's their own fucking television studio, Ricky. You should fucking know it. You've been in television and movies fucking forever. You should know better than me that everyone has a portable fucking television studio in their pocket. So apparently he took to Instagram, Ricky Schroeder on Instagram, and he said, uh... First off, to Jason at Costco. Jason, nothing personal. I'm not upset with you or anybody in a position like you have. Works for a living. I understand that you are following their laws and rules. I was trying to make a point to the corporate overlords. Fuck you, Ricky. Right now, I would like to take you out into the goddamn streets. I'm going to strap on my brass knuckles. I'm going to fucking knuckle your ass, you dumb bitch. What a fucking asshole. Anyone who uses the fucking term corporate overlords. Sadie Dog's giving me a side eye right now. She knows I'm getting fucking heated. Anyone who uses the term corporate overlords is a fucking brain dead cunt. Fucking asshole. I was trying to make a point to the corporate overlords. And sorry that I had to use you to do it. I'm sorry. If I hurt your feelings, I apologize. Well, fuck you and fuck your feelings, Ricky Schroeder. You're a dumb cunt. You look like a piece of shit. This dumb video that he's in, he's wearing a dumb fucking hat. That's the fucking Blue Lives Matter hat. What a fucking cunt asshole motherfucker. Ricky Schroeder's a piece of shit. And uh, he's also wearing a fucking button-down shirt with a pocket. And he's got a fucking tin of chew in his fucking pocket. What a low-life piece of shit cunt motherfucker. God damn, I hope I meet Ricky Schroeder one day and I will fucking take him into the bathroom and I will give him a swirly because I'll tell him silver spoons suck shit. Ricky continues, I do think that independence from medical tyranny is more important than hurting people's feelings. Fucking asshole. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, but I want us all to be free. I want us all to go back to the way it was. Guess what, Ricky? It's never going back, you dumb cunt. What a fucking piece of shit. Anyone who thinks anything is going to go back to the way it was fucking January of uh, 2020, it's never fucking going back to that, you dumb fucking dick fuck piece of cunt fucking motherfucker. He did a seven-minute-long fucking apology. Seven-and-a-half-minute-long apology. That's not an apology. An apology is like 30 seconds. It should be like, Hey, uh, Jason from Costco, I realized that I was being a dick to you. Because it doesn't really sound like he's admitting that he was being a dick. 
He's saying I was a, I'm apologizing to you because I was trying to make a point to the corporate overlords. I would love to see fucking Jason come back and go, Hey, Ricky, you're a shitty fucking actor. That's why you haven't done a goddamn thing that had any kind of relevance at all since you did fucking Silver Spoons. Remember all that shit you did on NYPD Blue? It sucked ass. Ricky Schroeder's a cunt, and I'll fucking let him know that. I will let him know that tonight. I'm gonna if he's on Twitter, I'm gonna let him know it. And you know what? He'll never see it. <laughs> oh God, what a dick sucker, fucking Ricky Schroeder. And that bothers me. It bums me out, man. When I see these people who are my age who I would think would have the same kind of maybe thoughts and beliefs, and they just don't. And I realize that there are a lot of people my age who are cunts and dicks and motherfuckers because I went to school with a lot of cunts and dicks and motherfuckers. God damn, it is so upsetting when I see these assholes that I went to school with on social media and they're just posting dumbass shit. Like, they fucking went to school and, and got a medical degree. They're, they're fucking involved in research or anything of that nature. Nope. They're fucking goddamn uh, night shift managers at a local grocery store in Akron, New York. Get the fuck out of here, you dumb pieces of shit. And that's exactly where fucking Ricky Schroeder should be right now. He should be working third shift at a small podunk grocery store in a small podunk town completely irrelevant to everybody. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. What a, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't fucking want to do that. Uh, I definitely want don't want to talk about this. There's an article about parents getting monthly checks from the government uh, starting July 15th. 39 million American households will receive payments of up to $300 per child per month as a part of the American Rescue Plan. And uh, this is just my thought process on that. No, I'm no, I'm sorry. No, you chose to have a kid. No, how about me? Why don't I fucking get some sort of tax break? Why don't I get another stimulus check? Because I chose to not have children. I chose to not have a drain on society, motherfuckers. <laughs> no one thinks about that shit. So I'm not, I am not going to talk about that. that. That will just take me down a long road that will uh, get me a more trouble than me calling Ricky Schroeder a dumb fucking cunt. <laughs> this this is an article that I found interesting, and I understand it, and I'm still just like, no, no, uh, I'm not sure about it. But apparently, the uh, World Health Organization, who, who, yes, who, they did a study on work hours. And they, there was a study that says people working 55 hours or more per week are at risk of serious health hazards. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Right now, I'm not going to lie, everybody. Right now, I would love to be working 55 hours a week. I'm not going to lie. I'd be completely okay with it. Getting some overtime in, getting fucking some pay in. That would be the grace. Oh, shit. Hold on. Shut up. I don't know who you are, but shut up. Why do I fucking always forget to do that? There we go. In a global analysis of the link between loss of life and health and working long hours, who in the International Labor Organization estimated in 2016 some 745,000 people died as a result of having worked at least 55 hours a week. Most of the deaths were recorded among people aged 60 to 79 who worked at least 55 hours between the ages of 45 and 74. Now, I'm not going to lie. 
People who are 60 to 79 are at risk of death more so than other people anyway. I'm not sure if working 55 hours a week had anything to do with it. Right? I mean, you're more susceptible to injury and illness. So men were the most effective, accounting for 72% of the deaths. People living in the Western Pacific and Southeast Asia and middle-aged or older workers took on a particularly significant share of the disease burden. Yeah, right there, man. That again, I don't know if that has anything to do with working uh, 55 hours a week or not. People who work 55 or more hours a week had an estimated 35% higher risk of stroke and a 17% higher risk of dying from uh, ischemic heart disease. I-S-C-H-E-M-I-C. Ischemic heart disease which is heart disease caused by a narrowing of the arteries compared with those working 35 to 40 hours a week. Now, people who are working less hours, they yes, admittedly, they have more time to pursue hobbies and they have downtime and whatever. It's not to say they're feeling less stressed, but they got more opportunity to do other stuff. Now, if you're working 55 hours more a week, you're going to have more money and maybe you got less stress about having to pay for things as well too. Working 55 hours or more per week is a serious health hazard, said Dr. Maria Nair, director of Who's Department of Environment, Climate Change, and Health. It's time that we all, governments, employers, employees, wake up to the fact that long working hours can lead to premature death. You know what else leads to premature death? Uh, eating fast food, uh, drinking a lot of booze, not exercising. I mean, all that shit leads to premature death as well. I'm not again, like I just said, uh, I would I would be 100% okay if uh, Dippin' Nuts said, Stu, we're gonna need you to work 50 hours uh, plus a week. I'd be like, yep, sign me up. I am all about it. I will take that over time. I will take it all. Give it to me. That would be good. Uh, all right, I'm gonna talk about one last thing and then we're done. I saw this just because it's weird. Uh, the picture that I had was weird. Um, the woman in the picture, I did not know who she was. Uh, you probably don't know who she is. Um, her name is Tora Bright. Does that name ring a bell with any of you? If it does, uh, you are much more in tune with things than I am, but Tor is a, uh, she is a professional athlete, okay? She is from Australia, and her uh, sport of choice is snowboarding. So right off the bat, everybody, I don't, I couldn't name you any fucking pro athlete out of Australia, and I couldn't really name you any professional athlete that was like a snowboarder i know there was um that fucking ginger dude that carrot top guy from america offhand i cannot remember his name if you were to say it to be like oh yeah that guy fucking tomato soup head that guy but beyond that I, I don't know anybody so um so right off the bat not super famous so why is she in the news Stu? well uh torah uh, she, she's a mom and apparently on Mother's Day, she took a picture kind of, you know, unlike what fucking Dax Shepard did with, uh, what's her, what's, what's her nuts, uh, his wife, goddamn, why can't I remember her name, where she was naked, I talked about her on a podcast, where she was naked and doing some yoga, I'm like, come on, man, just, this is all staged bullshit, I mean, I know the woman, said, uh, oh, I didn't know he was taking the picture. I don't, yeah, sure, right, lady. You're out on your fucking back patio, naked as shit, and uh, he's just there with the camera having to take pictures. Fuck, fuck you for saying you didn't know. But good old Toro's out, I don't know, looks like maybe her backyard or whatever. She's doing a, a headstand, and uh, she's pretty much nude other than she's wearing her panties. And I won't lie, uh, very fucking impressive. I couldn't do a, a headstand ever. And she's doing it, and uh, clearly she's in, in really good shape. She's very muscular. 
No shirt, though. No shirt, no bra. She's uh, she's topless. But you're like, Stu, well, I, oh, my God, what is there, like a, a pasty or something? Nope. Uh, instead of a pasty, there is a baby. <laughs> uh, her baby boy, at least that's what it looks like, looks like a baby boy. He's completely fucking naked. Uh, and he's sucking on her titty. <laughs> She's doing a handstand. And baby boy sucking on her titty. Sucking on her titty. Sucking on her titty. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. That's just kind of weird. Um, whatever. I, I, to me, this just seems very attention-seeking to me. I, I find most social media very just attention-seeking. Uh, hell, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know why she's wearing any underpants then, to be perfectly honest. It's not like you see her ass. Everything is from, like, the side. It's all, like, side profile. So the only thing we see is her boob. You don't see her her ass. You don't see her bush. So you might as well not have been wearing any underpants if you wanted to do it right, Torah. But, uh, but there you go. So I'm assuming your husband, who apparently he also is a professional athlete, Angus Thompson. Another snowboarder I've never fucking heard of. But uh, Torah wrote, loved all mothers who need it right now. I got your back. Every mother has been there. You're not alone. I'm not looking for praise. I never need strangers' praises. I walk this earth to be to the beat of my own drum, led by my nutrition and search for love and joy, obviously. What what the fuck is all that shit? Um just very odd. Yes, clearly she walks to the beat of her own drummer. I'm not even sure if there's a drummer involved there. It's probably a bagpiper. But uh yeah, again, I have zero problem with people fucking uh, breastfeeding, go breastfeed. You do what you need to do. But it's like when people are out in public too, man, you know? Um, you're at a restaurant or whatever and you're breastfeeding. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Am I old-fashioned because I don't necessarily want to see a baby sucking on some chick's titty at fucking uh, Applebee's? I'm just trying to enjoy my blooming onion here, bitch. Uh, put your fucking blooming nipple away. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see. Go to, go to the car. Go to the bathroom. Do whatever you need to do. Why is your baby at Applebee's? <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody. That's it. That's the podcast. It was a lot of drunk rambling today. I hate Ricky Schroeder. Take that. Take that. That's the that's the theme for today. Fucking Ricky Schroeder sucks balls. Uh, please do a couple things. I already mentioned the Sunday Slaw. Go check them out. It was fun for me to do. The, sadly, well, just go watch the video. Go watch the video from Saturday. Uh, that would be Saturday the 15th of May. Uh, so go follow them on Facebook. Go check out another episode podcast. That's my buddy Matt Harper and his uh, partner in crime, Andy Lane. The two of them, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. So uh, those are these are going to be movies that are 20 plus years old, like Harry Potter style. And uh, every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. This coming Wednesday is going to be the classic Keanu Reeves' best movie of all time, Speed. It's weird. I just watched that movie like two, three weeks ago. I love that movie, Speed. Go check that out, okay? Uh, You can follow them on your favorite podcast platform. And you can follow them on um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Then go check out uh, the whole thing, Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. Please like their page. Uh, I know Mark, he's like one of the owners. He actually uh, mailed some donuts to us. He mailed some donuts to me. And then uh, we we ate them when I did the Sunday Slaw. When I had uh, Adam and Stephanie on the podcast, we had donuts. And they were good for donuts that had probably been in the mail for two days. Clearly, they weren't the best ever. Uh, you want You want a fresh, hot donut. Who doesn't want a fresh, hot donut? Uh, you know, the only thing that could be better would probably be Tora Bright's boob in your mouth. Fresh, hot boob. <laughs> but the donuts were good from the whole thing donut shop. It is a suburb of Dallas, Texas, Forney, Texas. So if you ever go to Dallas, please go check them out. If nothing else, please go like their fan page on Facebook. The whole thing donut shop. I got to go write them a review. He asked me to do that. I need to go do that. 
Uh, then go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. That's a small businesswoman doing her thing. No boobs from her. Because she's she's got talent. She can make you some baked goods. She can make you some crafts. So go like her fan page over on Facebook. Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Hit the like button. See what she's got for sale. Message her. And there you go. Simple as that. And then last but not least, my boy, my boy, John B. Midgley. Go like his page. It's Magic JBN. And uh, John is a magician. He also, I forgot, he's a professional snowboarder. I forgot all about that. He tried out for the uh, 1972 Olympics. And uh, they denied him, uh, first and foremost, because uh, snowboarding was not an event uh, during 1972. So there we go. Sorry, John. You, you were beyond, you're ahead of your times. Uh, he also is a professional lumberjack. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, he also was a professional inline skater. He, you know, he's, he's ahead of his times that too. He's trying out for the 1976 Olympics. Not an event. Strange. But go like his magic page. It's Magic JBM. And you will find out when he's doing shows. Uh, you get to see maybe some of his art. He's a very good artist as well. So please do that. So you got a lot of things you can do for me. The Sunday Slaw, another episode podcast, the whole thing donut shop, blissful cravings, crafts and gifts, and magic JBM. Do those five things for me too. And if you enjoyed any of this bullshit, God knows why you did. If you did, uh, consider su subscribing to my Patreon. Just five bucks a month. Same as this shit. Uh, just more. You get more of it. And occasionally give out free shit to people. So is, is that an enticement? Yes. Is it enough of an enticement? Absolutely not. But uh, there we go. That's it. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. And uh, we'll talk about more bullshit. Maybe I will have gotten into a fight with Ricky Schroeder on Twitter. God damn, that would be the greatest of all time. All right, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Goodbye. Okay,